You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. Welcome to the Job Forum. Job Forum. My name is Mana Azizultani and I am a PhD student at at the Hera College of Hospitality here at UNLV. On this show, we discuss the journey through college and into the workforce with recent graduates of different disciplines. Welcome to the Job Forum. All right, guys, let's get this party started. So today I'm here with my longtime friend, Sloan Lopez, who is actually a recent graduate of UNLV. He's now a cook. Um, do you want to give a little instruction of, for yourself? Uh, sure. Hello, everyone. My name is Sloan Lopez. Like my friend Mana said, I am a recent graduate from UNLV. I currently work at the uh, Chinese restaurant P.F. Chang's. I've had a long passion for the culinary arts, and I discovered that a long, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's actually funny. Of all people I've had on this podcast, Sloan is probably the person that I've known the longest. I think I've known Sloan now for what? Going on 20 years. That's we, nuts. We met in kindergarten, didn't we? The that's whole nuts. friend group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts. I mean, to think that, like, for me to be 23 and say I've known you for almost 20 years now, that's, like, that's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, thank you for coming out. Seriously. Pleasure, man. Um, all right. So, you said you've been passionate about culinary arts for a long time. Do you want to tell me about how it started, when? I think it pretty much is the stereotypical answer. I saw my mom cooking. You know, she just walks in that kitchen, opens up the fridge, had no idea what she was going to make for dinner sees all the different stuff she has in there, are like, okay, yep, that's what I'm going to do. And then she whips out salad with some sort of nice meat course, some sort of grain, whether that be rice or beans or something like that. And I'm just, like, looking at that, like, how did you do this? Huh. It tastes amazing. So does that run in your family, like, cooking skill? Did I mean, like, did, what, you know? I would say, I would say, yeah, because even my nana, my grandmother, my grandfather, both of them, like, not so much as they got older, but in their younger years, they both had some amazing culinary skills. My uh, mom would always tell me how when they grew up in California, they would have a uh, special Sunday dinners where my grandfather would buy uh, a goat's head. What? Yeah, it was. Uh, they lived near a meat fa- packing facility. And uh, I guess, I don't know how true this is, but in Mexico, oh, where they use more of the animal than here in America. Yeah. They have certain dishes where they'll just roast a whole body part of the animal, like a goat set. Yeah. It's funny because when I went to Iran when I was 14, my dad took me to this place. And, you know, know, every day we'd eat out because, you know, we were were on vacation. And so we went to this restaurant and I had like this stew. My dad ordered it for me and I, you know, whatever. My dad ordered everything for me anyway because I was like the American kid. And so the guy comes out, gives me the soup. I'm eating it. My dad's looking at me funny. I said, what are you, you know, he's starting to giggle. And I said, what? He goes, oh, that's sheep's head soup. I said, what? <laughs> what? He goes, yeah, there's like brain in there. There's eyes in there. There's tongues in there. There's cheeks. There's skin. I'm just like, what the heck? Dude, tongue is delicious. Like my grandmother, she had this dish she called picado. It's basically like kind of like a beef stew recipe. Mm. But instead of normal beef, she would use cow tongue. Wow. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Something made me hungry, man. <laughs> Although then again, you know, that, that. Sheep's head soup was pretty good, actually. It just, it's hard to get around the, like, the idea that you're eating a sheep's head, you know? That's, that's just the American, and you, like, yeah, you yeah. look outside America, they use every single part of the animal. It'll be a lot less wasteful than we are in this country. True that, true that. And we, me and my dad were just commenting today when we went to the hotels, like, how much food must go to waste, you know? Oh, millions of pounds. Well, um, 
Well, yeah. So back to it, like, when did you realize you wanted to become a chef? Like, I know, like, you know, you're always around cooking, you know, you liked cooking, but when did you realize that that's what you wanted to do, like, for a living? Um, I'd have to say, growing up, I would probably say around middle school time when they started to talk more about, maybe start thinking about, what would you like to do when you get older? Mm. And they talk about, oh, what do you enjoy doing in life? And can you spur that into a career? And the little fat kid that I was, I loved food <laughs> and I loved making food. So I'm like, is there a way I can do that for my career? Hence the Sloney Burger was born. <laughs> yes, my first ever creation. Do you want to talk about it? Yes. So little kid me wanted to try getting in the kitchen, but obviously my mom didn't want to trust a little kid hit with a very sharp knife. So she was thinking, okay, what's something that he can make that isn't going to get him hurt? So she's like, okay, make hamburgers. So it was simple. Well, same kind of burger you get at like any sort of restaurant. Just make do the ground beef, smush in the patty, season it up how I thought would taste good and put on all the toppings. And there you go, the Sloney burger. But the Sloney burger, the regular sp- burger, but rebranded. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. And so, okay, so you went through high school, right? Um, you know, we both went to high school together, actually. Yep. Um, just kind of ended up in different sides of sort of the school, right? You went to band and, the you know, we were in football and I just was it not into music and I just took a different path. But um, so then you end up going to UNLV, right? So why did you pick hospitality? Well, actually, before going to oh, UNLV, right. Sorry. I went to the College of Southern Nevada, CSN, a community college. And I went there because I wanted, like we keep saying, I wanted to do hospitality as my career, possibly more on the culinary side. Yeah. And UNLV actually, by the time I was it was time for me to start looking into college. UNLV had kind of declined their importance in the culinary side yeah. of the hospitality department and yeah. looked more towards the managerial side. Absolutely. So if I wanted to learn more from the culinary, but I didn't want to go to one of the major places outside of uh, Nevada, like the Culinary Institute of America or something like that, right? I looked. CSN had a culinary program, and what surprised me was the culinary program at the College of Southern Nevada is actually one of the top-rated uh, culinary programs in America. Wow, really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I can't tell you uh, what it's rated at currently because I haven't checked in a while, but when I was going there, it was, it was among one of the top-rated in the America. Wow, that's I, I didn't realize that. So what, what was it like at CSN? Kind of the stereotypical community college experience, you know, not as major of campuses at as a major university, just more modest size, it is it had uh, three different locations: one in North Las Vegas, one in Henderson, and one in I think uh, Spring Valley. Yeah, I think it's off Charleston or something like that. Yeah, some somewhere like that. But the culinary it was all located at the major campus in North Las Vegas. Mm. Uh, basically, one section of the building had all the various different classrooms and kitchens used for the culinary program. Wow. So it's comparable to UNLV then, even how they have their own kitchen and that kind of stuff. I'd say, yeah. Wow. So I know a lot of people, like, they kind of rag on the community college thing, but that's something that we both have in common that, you know, I even started my college journey at CSN. Um, do you want to talk, do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yes, I uh, I will always wave the flag for community colleges. Yeah. Like, if you are trying to go to college in state, or even if you are coming from out of state, just doing your basic studies like the math, the science, and those kinds of ones at a community college and then transferring those credits to a major university can save you a lot, a lot of money in the long run. My 
classes when I was going to CSN, every semester it was probably around maybe twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars a semester. Wow. If I was going to UNLV, I want to say it was six or seven thousand. Yeah, six or seven thousand for the exact same style like of classes. Four times that, yeah. So I spent two years there, saved a lot of money in two years, and then spent two more years, and I got two degrees out of it. Nice. Yeah. So I want to add on to that a little bit. So one of the benefits of going to community college, in my opinion, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, um, is that first off, you get those first two years at a community college, which is not so much pressure, not so crowded. So you can kind of get used to the college experience, right? Oh, yeah. And second, um, it's cheaper, like you mentioned. And then um, for me, what the biggest thing was is that I actually found that like the professors seem to care more, especially like these, you know, intro classes where they're not like these 300, you know, at UNLV, you take intro to economics, for example, there's like a 200 people in a lecture hall. Oh, yeah. But at CSN, it's like 30, 40, whatever. It's like high school almost. Yeah, my max class, I want to say, is probably maybe 45, 50 people. See, there you go. And um, I really like that experience where I feel like the teachers, like, they care about me more. It was cheaper. And the class sizes were smaller. And also, like, when you – I don't know if this is true for outside of Nevada, but in Nevada and Las Vegas, if you transfer from CSN into UNLV, it will transfer your grades uh, – it will transfer your credit but not your grade. So if you get like let's say a B in um, economics, it won't hurt your GPA when you go to when you transfer to UNLV, which is really cool. I can't speak too much on that, but it didn't matter to me too much since I kept up good grades. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I see on your resume you sent me your resume and Sloan, not to boast or anything, but he had a three point eight overall. Um, so you know. Yeah, you know. Just casual, you know, slight work. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about your experience at CSN then. Is there any experience that stood out to you? Any maybe professors or classes? What oh, was the, that like? The culinary program there, like, it was probably, honestly, one of the best experiences of my life going through that program. Really? Yeah, because, like, there was so many different chefs there all that had a passion and both for, for cooking and also for teaching. They wanted to try to share as much of their knowledge with you as possible. Yeah. Uh, one of, or I guess I have two chefs that stood out to me. One was uh, Chef Medcalf, an older gentleman and who was one of the heads of the department at CSN, and then a, a female chef. Her name was Chef Jill. A little more eccentric, uh, but uh, she was also had a major passion for culinary and always just wanted to show you both how to take things seriously, but also to see the enjoyment in the pro- program and in cooking. Gotcha. Um, okay. So uh, did, did you do like a capstone over there? Like, Because I know we do a capstone at UNLV. I'm sure we'll get there, but... Is that something that you experienced at CSN? Sort of. I can't remember exactly how it worked, but uh, CSN attached to it, kind of like the capstone here, we had a restaurant in the culinary program called Russell's Restaurant. I have a menu here, actually, you could take a look at. Oh, check that out. Wow, it's like a legitimate menu. Yeah, it was a legitimate restaurant. It was completely staffed by students, both front of house and back of house. And they do this even with like the like the freshmen and sophomores? Because I know that's a senior class here at UNLV. Uh, no, not really. Cause freshman and sophomore for, or CSN, you're more taking the intros to uh, cooking your basics and both just normal culinary and mm. baking and some of the more specialty classes. The Russell's restaurant basically goes around what the, the senior students will be taking, which is more the French cooking class, a, uh, international cooking class, which will switch between various nationalities like Latin or Asian or just whatever the teacher wants to focus on for that semester. Interesting. So let's talk about your switch to UNLV then. How did that go about? 
pretty easy transfer. Yeah. Just kept going to the various offices between CSN, UNLV. He made sure all my credits were going to transfer over. Was there an issue there or no? Um, there might have been a slight issue, but it was no easy major. Easy care of. Yeah. yeah, it was easy to take care of. But right. they, CSN and UNLV have a very good relationship, relationship. especially with the culinary program since hospitality. He, uh, you know. Yeah, we're big. You yeah, know. exactly. And we're no joke in the hospitality community. Um, so what were the classes that you took at UNLV like then? Were they different from CSN? Did you did you notice a higher level or was it similar? There was differences and similarities. The main difference is at CSN for the hospitality program, it was more focused on the actual cooking side, all the various classes I was taking, all the different styles of cooking, that kind of stuff. Switching over to UNLV, it leaned all the way towards the managerial side of how to run a hospitality business, it's all the different resource management you're going to have to do for that kind of business, as uh, the different laws that you're going to have to follow for that kind of business, just anything and everything that has to do with management was focused here in UNLV. Okay, I understand. So um, what what are some of the skills that you gained, you know, maybe at CSN or UNLV that helped you be successful? I learned to open up to people more, try to make more connections because I'm not a, an introvert, I would say, but I enjoy my alone time. Yeah. So I learned how to try and get out, get out with me, people more, get in touch with people. That was definitely a major one. Um. My cooking skills definitely improved. That's something that helped me look good in the eyes of the various restaurants I tried to apply to. Totally. Um, hmm. And then just basic understanding of what it takes to be a manager manager in a hospitality business. You know, it's not going to be an easy cakewalk. No. If you, it's something you really got to be passionate about, honestly, if you want to uh, follow that path. But it is something I want to do, so... Oh, it was a good lesson to learn that it's going to be a bumpy road ahead. Yeah. Um, what kind of restaurant do you want to open then? I've had a couple different ideas. One of my major ones was, uh, so, oh, there's different styles of fast food, obviously. And there's one fast food style that I honestly have not seen here in Nevada, and that's Italian style fast food. Hmm. So my idea has always been like, because I'm sure there's places like this outside of Vegas, but I have not seen anything like that in here. I want like a fast food style. You can drive through, through get to the window, and they have some like it's not gonna be the best quality, but it's gonna be nice and consistent style of pastas, breadsticks, you know the stereotypical kind of things that you would see in an Italian restaurant. Eslone is Italiano. Yes, uh, my brother uh, Nico. Oh, when uh him him and Callie they were doing an anniversary one time, and he asked me to basically do a mock restaurant for or them and the name of that mock restaurant was Tipo Ala Lopez. Tipo Lopez, that's funny. <laughs> um so we were talking the other day actually and I we were talking about like industry trends in hospitality, right? Or in culinary, excuse me. And you were telling me something about there being like a shortage and a surplus of chefs. Can you can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Yes, I, I might sound completely stupid to some people <laughs> on here, but this is just my experience personally. Yeah. Yes, my conception personally. So, after the pandemic, a lot of things getting shut down or getting limited staff, managers realizing we don't need as many people as we might have at one point to run things. In the lower ranking uh, restaurants, 
is just the pay is not matching the amount of work for the people are having to do. So people don't want to stay there, which means people leave, which means they're always short on people. That's happening right now in my restaurant, P.F. Chang's. People just, they're doing too much work and not getting compensated enough. Mm. But then you get to the higher end restaurants, like the various kinds of restaurants you'll see in the hotels on the strip. They're getting the good wages. People don't want to leave those ones. So, oh, they're able to hold on to employees easier. Thus, they don't need to hire as many people. Right. So at the higher ends. So it's hard to break into the higher end is what you're saying. Yes, pretty much. So there's a lot of jobs kind of, there's not a lot of like middle jobs kind of is what you're, and I'm sure like you're getting to the point where, you know, you've been working at, at you know, at P.F. Chang's for a while and you're probably ready to take a step, you know, and it's hard to find that step is what you're trying to say, right? Yeah, that's, sorry, I'm rambling on a bit, but that's pretty much what I'm trying to say is that there's not really seem to be any sort of middle ground. Yeah. Unless you're willing to work multiple jobs, because like with how expensive things are right now, you know, my current salary at P.F. Chang's is $16.50, which when I was in college living with my parents, you know, that was a decent wage. But now that I'm graduated, I want to try and move out eventually, live on my own. That isn't a livable wage. No way. No way. Um, So, okay. Uh, There... I just want to know about, like, what, what kind of jobs are there out there? What, like, what are the different se- chef jobs? Like, what are the different jobs in the kitchen? I don't really know. Well, depends on the kind of restaurant you're running, really. Okay, well, let's say, so, like, an average, like, sit-down restaurant. An average sit-down restaurant, you're going to have your executive chef, which is the main one in charge of the kitchen, make sure everything's running smoothly, and then underneath them, typically, they'll have a uh, the formal name for it is a sous chef. Other mm-hmm. restaurants may have different terms, but basically... They're the right-hand man to the executive. Uh, they make sure when the executive's busy, busy doing any sort of paperwork, any like that. They're the kitchen's ma- going smoothly. Yeah, they're making sure everything's still running smoothly. And then you have your usually what are called line leads, which are basically one step low, below sous chef, which when they're, both chefs are busy, either are the ones making sure everything's going smoothly and that they don't need the main chefs don't need to spend all their time watching over everything. And then you have your basic cooks. And then you have, yeah, your line cooks. And then you have maybe some various prep cooks, depending on if you're a uh, more bigger operation, bigger operation and, or you serve things like fresh from scratch. So you need people there to cutting up all the different vegetables or meats you're using. And then you have your like dishwashers or anything like that. Cleaner, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And so when you, is it possible to get a higher, higher up job out of college or is it like bartending where like you kind of just have to work your way up? Uh, there is a possibility. It all depends, honestly, on the connections you have. Mm. Cause like I, uh, my time at PF Chang's while I was going to UNLV, I went through multiple executive chefs there and it was not uh, like each one had some sort of experience at various other restaurants before they came there. Right. But I could, it would be possible, but it's just kind of hard cause you don't have the sort of background pedigree. So you really have to rely on those connections. Yeah, no. Well, the restaurant industry, it's a like very important to have those sort of connections, to build those kinds of connections and so that people will maybe have heard you working there or or you're like, oh, you used to work there? Oh, that's a, like a very high standard place. I would love for you to come work for me. Or, oh, you work with this guy. This guy's good, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Or 
for like, oh, wow, you managed this place for 15 years before they let you go. Yes, I would love to hire you. Oh, wow. Okay, I get it. So is that something that you would recommend to students to make sure you get those connections in college? Yes, absolutely. That is something that I unfortunately was not very good at myself. Was well, it's, you know, it's the ability you have to develop and it's not something yeah, that's ju- innate. Yeah, it's just something that I didn't spend enough time developing, unfortunately. And that's something that set me back. But making those connections whenever you can, especially here on ELV, because they have every single tool they want to give you and they want you to see, hey, we have all this stuff here. They, you know, they have the various hotels coming and putting up stands in the hospitality hall. They have speakers come from the he, he hotels. Industry, yeah, yeah they, they have so many ways for you to make connections. It's just up to you to, to actually, take advantage of them. Yes, to take advantage of them. So what are some specific ways that students in college could take advantage? Like, what are some specific events that you think that would be helpful for students to attend? Um, or things for them to do? to make connections and build the skills. and Well, like I said, UNLV is always having uh, speakers come. If you hear there's going to be a speaker for a class, you could possibly ask the professor, hey, can I come sit in on your class when the speaker's in there? Totally. I My dad teaches at UNLV, and so I know for sure he would let any student happily come to this class. Yes, exactly. Or, like I said, they also set up their little stalls in the lobby of the hospitality hall. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go up there and spend a half hour speaking to them, but just go say hello, let them know who you are, see if there's any sort of information you can give them like, totally. or they can give you just if it's some place that you'd be interested in working, like one of the, uh, maybe it's like resort world. Came. Totally. Just, you know, just anything you can to uh, help yourself get known better in the industry is going to help you out in the long run. Yeah. I can't speak to any other schools, but I know that, UNLV Hospitality actually organizes like field trips for students to go and check out like the restaurants or the hotels or whatever. So you could take advantage of that too. Oh, yeah. Um, and then one other thing I'd have to say is LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Oh, man. Don't even get me started on LinkedIn. There is no other place that you can just like message a CEO. Like you can message anybody on LinkedIn. Yep. They might not respond to you, but you can message them. You know, if you bother them enough, maybe they'll respond to you. Exactly. Like so, my my mother, when she was working at uh, Dr. Pepper Keurig, uh-huh. she had her LinkedIn page and any sort of chef that uh, she had to go to their restaurants to help with their supply of drinks. She followed them on LinkedIn so that they she could know like what's up with them or totally. if yeah, exactly. Just Your like mom is smart. Very I smart. Kill lady. her last. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll have to add your mom on LinkedIn. I don't have her on there, actually. Uh, she just retired. So not much it can do for you right now. Well, you know, you never know. Uh, yeah. Maybe she, maybe one day I want to go into the culinary industry and I'll hit her up to hit me up with one of her chefs or something. I don't know. Um, so let's talk about after college. You How did you land your first job? I actually landed my first job before college. Oh, okay. So one of the nice things about the College of Southern Nevada was that a part of their uh, graduate program was you had to have had 200 hours in some sort of hospitality-related wow. job. Now, I know UNLV has that too. Did it transfer over to UNLV when you... When you came? No, I had to do, do another. Again. Yeah, I had to do it all over again, but it was fine because I was already working by yeah, then. Yeah, it was fine. Okay, so back to your first job then. My first job was at a dishwasher at the P.F. Chang's I currently work at. Oh, wow. So how'd you get that job then? You just apply and they hired you? Yeah, just applied. It was uh, one of the various job websites. I believe it was Monster Jobs. They had the a uh, position posted on there. So I applied. They gave me the call and they said, we'd love to sit down with you. So I just came in. In normal style of interview, look, they looked over my resume and hired me on the spot. 
Wow, nice. So, how did how did that journey? How did you get to becoming a, a cook there then? Oh, uh, so just, weren't you busing for a little while too? Uh, no, not busing. Oh, I was okay. I was dishwashing, and then from dishwashing, they had me move up to becoming a prep cook. Okay. So I was doing some of the various different uh, prep cook style. Uh, positions they had there, dim sun, which is making dumplings, vegetables, chopping up all the different veggies they use, or uh, cutting meats. And then going from CSN to UNLV, I actually left that job for a bit because I wasn't sure how I was going to be able to balance university with a job. I wanted to right. make sure I was going to have my feet underneath me. He studied at the college before I tried to uh, double totally. down again. And then uh, once I knew I was going to be able to handle things easily here. Yeah. You know, just no, not too hard. Uh, I just went back there and said, hey, I'd love to come work again. And they just hired you back. Yeah. They just hired me back because I knew I was a good worker. Yeah. True. So how important is it to get those like, I don't want to say like grunt work skills. I want like bottom up, like the, how, how important is it to get that prep work experience? Um, I would say it. If you're looking to like fully commit to the culinary industry as your job, it's important to work those styles just so you understand like what it takes, what it takes exactly. Especially if you're going to hope to manage a place one day like me. Yeah. You can understand like all the facets of the industry or the the back of the house. Yeah, exactly. Like it's going to, you know, you, you want things to look a certain way. You want things to be nicely to be able to present for customers you aren't going to be able to hire someone right off the streets to do that kind of stuff right you're going to need to take time to train them properly make sure they understand what you expect from them and make sure that you don't they understand that you don't see them as just a piece of meat that they can throw away right you want to try and kind of like cultivate something in them yeah it's exactly you want to try and make that connection and so that they see that you, you as the employer, see value you in them. You invest in them kind yeah. of thing. That's the thing in the about P.F. Chang's right now is, you know, I'm currently trying to look for other jobs just because I've lost that feeling there. Like, it feels like that they don't see as much value in me as I see in myself. So yeah. that's why I'm trying currently to look for a better place of work, you know, on top of the pay and everything like that. Well, you know, I think that on a basic level, you get to a certain point where you need to take the next step. And sometimes just because of the nature of the current environment at your place of work, maybe there's the position, the next position is filled. So you, maybe you oh, just yes, have to that, go move somewhere else, you know, and that's okay. Yes, exactly. Like my, what I thought was when I graduated from UNLV, I thought not that I was going to be able to rise up that ladder quickly. Yeah. And so I, after I graduated, I stayed on for, it's been about a year now since I graduated. And one, I stayed on because I thought I was going to be able to graduate wait and move up the ladder quickly into uh, PF Chang's was very good to me throughout college. They yeah, of course. were very willing to work around my class schedules and stuff. So I felt I should give a little bit back to the company since it was so totally. good to me. But yeah, I just. So you mentioned earlier that employers are looking for someone that maybe, or that they could invest in. So is that something that employers look for in students when they look to train versus like maybe looking so much for skills, especially at the lower level positions? I'd say I would say yes in most cases. Like sometimes an employer, depending on the if it's a higher end job, they may be looking more for someone that already has those skills. Yeah. But if they if it's a lower end job, such as a dishwasher and or a prep cook position, they may, may take someone who 
Has the right attitude. Yeah, has the right sort of attitude, is willing to come in, listen to them, not be combative, is willing to maybe put in a few extra hours if need be so that they, they can understand the proper training, they understand the proper technique. They, wow. They, yeah. Sloan, you know, it's funny because, how do I say this? I know a lot of people that are in, you know, like lower level kind of positions and you know, various industries and a lot of them don't have the same attitude that you do. And so I really admire that, you know, yeah. you have, you have the right attitude. Like, you know, I want to learn, I want to grow. And I think if any employer were to see that in an interview with you, they'll take you like this, you know? Well, thank you, man. Um, so I, you know, I really, really, I admire you for that. Well, thank you. I'd like to credit all that to who my, both of my beautiful moms and all my beautiful grandparents that helped raise me. Nice. Yeah, so um, we're you know we're getting running a little little low on time, so uh, I want to kind of open the floor to you to give advice to any fellow students that might be out there trying to get into trying to break into the industry, trying to move up, trying to you know some what advice would you give? Well, as we said earlier, yeah. connections is one of the most important things that that you can do. Like, even if you feel like oh I don't need this, I'm better than having to talk to others. Like you're not, man. Yeah. Like get that out of your head right now. If this is the kind of industry you want to be in, you got to know how to talk to people. You got to know how to be nice to people. You got to know how to make good connections with people because yeah. those connections are what's gonna get you with that cushy job eventually of being a manager or of one of the like Michelin star style restaurants or something yeah. like that. If you are combative, if if you have a negative attitude. Any sort of thing like that, you are not going to last long in this industry. So attitude, stamina, connections. Yes. I like that, Xon. Well, thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate your time and everything you've advice have given, and, and I, I wish you the best in the future. Thanks, man. Thanks so much for listening to The Job Forum. If you want any more details or have any questions, visit my website at manaaziz.com, M-A-N-A-A-Z-I-Z.com. Welcome to the Job Forum.